This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Ah, bonjour. So happy to be with you today. Yes, so let's begin with our hand on our heart. So grateful and so thankful that the love of God is all that there is. So grateful and so thankful that we're choosing to know love in our hearts, love in our minds. We're opening ourselves to the unlimited, unprecedented power of love. We're truly choosing forgiveness. We're choosing to remember, to remember, to release all judgments, letting go of everything that no longer serves us. We're opening ourselves to say yes to compassion, to kindness, to gentleness. Mm. We take this breath of love and gratitude declaring that we are sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. Sharing the benefits of our healing, sharing the benefits of our deep practice, sharing the benefits of the all good of God living through us and as us. In grace, in gratitude, in joy, we simply let it be and so it is. Amen. 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 Hmm. Yes. Well, I am thrilled to be with you today. And uh, there's a lot going on in my life. I know there's a lot going on for uh, everybody. (laughs) Everybody has a lot going on. There's a whole lot of healing going on right now. There is nobody I know that isn't experiencing the intensity of old patterns that we have not fully healed, coming up for the healing. And I have learned to say, thank you, God, for my healing. I really do not wish the old patterns of lack and limitation to be hidden anymore. Bring them to the light, bring them to the light, bring them to the light. And I am grateful, grateful, grateful that we're doing this work together. Oh, my Lord, yes. So, um, yeah, so if you're feeling it's intense, if you're feeling pushed, if you're feeling really challenged, welcome to the club and call forth your healing. Accept no substitutes, no self-medication. We're choosing healing. We're accepting healing. We're allowing healing. We are going for the healing. And I have found that the greatest tool I know of when the challenges hit really The greatest tool I know is to place my hand on my heart 
and take that deep breath. Call upon the higher Holy Spirit self, the I am that I am. The I am that is the I am of all of us. And ask for divine guidance in choosing the very highest and best. And here's the thing that I have found that is so miraculous. When I am intent on choosing the highest and best, even if I can't see what it is yet, even if I don't know what it is yet, but I'm still committed to choosing it, I'm still committed to discovering it, then I'm in faith that it will be revealed to me. I'm in trust that it will be made known to me. And then what happens is, if I start to feel a little concerned, well, how's that going to work out? Oh, that doesn't look like that's going well. If I've got some thoughts of lack and limitation, I just partner right up again with the higher Holy Spirit self and say, all is well, all is well, all is well. It must go well because I am only interested in choosing the highest and best for everyone. So it has to go well. And I find that I feel such immediate relief. Such immediate relief. Of course, the the greatest reliever is partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self again and committing to love again because love is the healer. And it really dispels all worry and doubt and fear when I know however it unfolds has to be good because it's for the highest and best of all concerned. And I'm one with all concerned, so I'm interested in that highest and best for all. Whatever is the highest and best for anyone has to be the highest and best for me because we're joined together. We're not separate. We are one. And affirming the oneness, partnering up and affirming the oneness by this practice of calling forth the highest and best into my awareness and making that commitment to choose it and being in faith that it will be revealed to me and I will have the awareness to choose it. All of that practice is a practice of affirming love and affirming oneness. And so quite naturally, it's healing, it's relieving, it's wonderful. And it does require our attention. And this is one of the things that heals the patterns of lack and limitation. Now, right now, I am in the midst of my Living a Course in Miracles series. We kicked it off last week with Gary Renard, who is uh, one of my favorite Course in Miracles teachers. I just love him. I always recommend that people read Disappearance of the Universe. Uh, even before they start A Course in Miracles, I find it just really helps to understand A Course in Miracles for people who are challenged at all by the um, writing in A Course in Miracles. And uh, Gary's got such a great sense of humor, and he has really worked at his own experience of healing. And by the way, gosh, in uh, just a week, Gary and I are going to be uh, uh, 
on Monday, we are going to be in Greece together. Actually, we get up there on Saturday, but uh, I get there tomorrow. Yay! Um, we are going to be in Greece together for over a week. We're leading a week-long retreat there with some other Course in Miracles teachers, Maria Felipe, who was a guest on the show recently, and uh, Patricia Black who is from Ireland. So we've got some great teachers joining together for a week-long retreat of deep healing and transformation. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun, a lot of playtime. And uh, I, I'm not sure, but you might still be able to register. Uh, I know people make the decision to come at the last minute. I've had people come, decide to come to the retreat the morning of. It's a little harder to do when it's an, on a Greek island, but hey, where there is divine will, there is a way. So uh, yeah, you can check that out at acimretreat.com, acimretreat.com. And, uh, but we're, we did the Living a Course in Miracles class, Miracles in Divorce, last week with Gary Renard. The free replay is over, but you can still sign up for the Living a Course in Miracles classes. We have 14 more free classes. And this week we have Lisa Natoli, Miracles in Finances. Such a great topic. I know it's going to be a wonderful class. Lisa is a wonderful teacher, and uh, we have fun together. So I invite you to uh, check out livingacoursemiracles.com and the Miracles in Finances class with Lisa Natoli this week. We're going to have classes coming up with Regina Donakers, David Hoffmeister, Tammy Keeves, uh, Maria Felipe, uh, Amy Torres. So it's a really great series all about calling forth the miracles in your life. So now is this time for us to cut through the muck and mire to release the old patterns that don't serve us. And everyone who is listening to this broadcast, whether you're listening to it live or you're listening to it on the podcast, either way, you're a light worker. You're a light worker in your family. You're a light worker in your community. And it's time for us to really turn up the light and stop playing small. And so really addressing these patterns in the way that I was just describing of partnering up and calling forth the high and best, highest and best for everyone. Such a powerful healing practice. It is amazing how we can finally put to rest ancient patterns, patterns that we have dragged around with us lifetime after lifetime after lifetime. We can put all that suffering to rest. Isn't it wonderful? What a blessing. Of course, we do have to do the practice. We do have to engage. And so this is why I say all the time that I learned for myself that reading a book even A Course in Miracles, is not really a spiritual practice. It's part of a spiritual practice, but it's not really the healing part. The real healing part of our spiritual practice is when we're in prayer, when we're in conscious communion with the Spirit, when we're using those I am statements. So, I am love, I am peace, I am joy, I am willing 
to be the love. I'm willing to be the joy. I'm willing to choose freedom. I am willing to have a healing. All of these are the ways that we are choosing to experience our miraculous healing. And then, of course, it is the moment-by-moment choice for love. And Gary and I were talking about this last week, because certainly relationships are the number one place where we most feel challenged. And so they're the number one place where we can practice forgiveness. What is true forgiveness? Well, A Course in Miracles teaches us that true forgiveness is realizing that this is an illusion that is projected by our beliefs, our thoughts and our beliefs combined into our human experience, our human emotions, our human life. And so our real life is that eternal life in God. We're having a human experience. What's it for? It's for our learning. It's for our healing for our awakening so we're choosing that we're choosing the awakening we're choosing the healing and forgiveness is our greatest tool in choosing awakening so true forgiveness is realizing that what's happening is a projection of our mind what's real is eternal what's real cannot be threatened we are eternally real We can't actually be threatened. It can only appear that way in this illusion. And we're developing the ability to remember that, to know that, and to live that starting in the mind because all healing is at the level of the mind. And, of course, true forgiveness is actually the release of any judgment. True forgiveness is the full and complete realization that there is no judgment, surrendering all thoughts of separation so that we can simply be in that flow of love. So if we don't judge in the first place, then there's nothing to forgive. If we don't judge in the first place, there's no suffering, there's no guilt, there's no blame, there's no shame, there's no regret, there's no resentment, there's no disappointment, there's no hurt, there's no fear, there's no worry, there's no jealousy. All of that pain and suffering falls away when there's no judgment, no opinion. So all of this leads me to the topic that I it was requested that I share about And that is gentleness. And as we're preparing for this week's Living a Course in Miracles class with Lisa Natoli on miracles and finances, gentleness is a really good tool because many of us in our finances, we can get so scared, so angry, we can blame others for our financial challenges, and yet being Gentle is such a great way to get ourselves onto a path of healing. So the, the, the great tool that we have here is the Manual for Teachers, the A Course in Miracles Manual for Teachers. And in Chapter 4, Section 4, 
Uh, chapter four is the characteristics. What are the characteristics of the teachers of God? And the first one is trust. If you've never read the trust section in the Manual for Teachers, Development of Trust, Chapter 4, Manual for Teachers, I encourage you to read it every day for a week. You're going to find that it's very expansive. So the fourth characteristic of the teacher of God is gentleness. And it says here, harm is impossible for God's teachers. They can neither harm nor be harmed. All right. Well, doesn't that help us release judgment and fear and thoughts of lack and attack? Just the the awareness that we cannot harm nor can we be harmed. Harm is the outcome of judgment. So as teachers of God, we're releasing all judgment. We're not energizing judgment anymore. We're opening ourselves to the unlimited flow of love, the unprecedented flow of love. So harm is the outcome of judgment. We're surrendering all all judgment, and therefore harm is impossible. So here's the thing. Okay, because a lot of us, we cling to our judgments and opinions. If you knew that every time you chose a judgment or an opinion to place your precious attention on, your precious energy, your thought energy into, if every time you were tempted to invest energy in an opinion, a judgment, you knew that you would be harming yourself in your human experience, because, of course, your eternal, real spirit self cannot be harmed. But you're harming yourself in your human experience. You're harming others in their human experience. And what goes around comes around. If you knew that was what is the result of every judgment and opinion, would you still think your opinions and judgments were worth it? It says here, harm is the outcome of judgment. It is the dishonest act that follows a dishonest thought. So harm is the dishonest act that follows a dishonest thought, which is the thought of judgment. It says here, it is a verdict of guilt upon a brother and therefore on oneself. Because what you do unto others will be done to you, because there's only one. What goes around does come around, and uh, it, it comes around with some ferocity, it comes around with some fierceness, doesn't it? Especially now. I noticed that it used to take things a while to come around, but it does not take time for them to come around anymore. Bam! They're right there in my face. In fact, if I start to think a negative thought, I notice that I usually spill whatever I'm drinking or I stub my toe or I drop something. It's always a great reminder. Drop that thought. Let go of that thought. Don't need it. Don't want it anymore. No more harmful thoughts. No more suffering. So we're moving into gentleness. We're exploring this in the Manual for Teachers this week. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and I encourage you, as I go to the break, I encourage you to go to livingacourseofmiracles.com and register for the free classes 
Our topic this time is allowing the miracle. We just did the class with Gary Renard. We've got the class on finances with Lisa Natoli this week. And the Greek retreat is next week with Gary Renard. That's ACIMretreat.com. I'm Jennifer Hadley. We're walking the talk and living the love with a course of miracles. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and uh, as I was saying, I'm getting ready to go to Greece tomorrow, uh, where I'll be meeting Gary Renard, uh, Maria Felipe, Patricia Black, uh, four Course in Miracles teachers joining together for a Course in Miracles retreat, where we're going to do some deep healing and lots of fun, lots of playtime, swimming in the Aegean Sea, Greek dancing, Greek play. We are going to have such a deep, good time. And uh, that is a week-long retreat that starts September 1st. Uh, You can check online. I'm not sure if we have any spots left or not. Uh, But if you can still register, we got a spot. (laughs) I'm just not sure right now. ACIMretreat.com. ACIMretreat.com. And also we're in the midst of the livingacourseinmiracles.com classes. We've got 14 more free Course in Miracles classes for you, uh, including uh, two this week. One with Lisa Natoli and one with myself. And uh, our topic this week is Miracles and Finances. And my topic this week for us here right now is Gentleness and Kindness. Yes. So I love that the Dalai Lama said, Kindness is my religion. And kindness is a very deep spiritual practice. There are plenty of times in our daily experience when it's very tempting to go into judgment, and then as soon as we go into judgment, a lot of times we go into judgment before we even know what hit us, right? As they say, uh, we go into judgment, we're just flopping around in the muck and the mire of our judgment, and then the next thing you know, we're irritable, we're frustrated, we're fearful, we're uh, being sarcastic, we're being uh, unkind, and so kindness and gentleness are our spiritual practice. And I have found that, and I, I, I really can't say enough how valuable this understanding is. I have found that at the very moment where it is the most challenging to be kind, to be gentle, to be loving, to be compassionate, at the time when it is the most challenging to be loving with yourself and it's tempting to go into self-medication, to go into a rant, to go into anger and upset and whatever that might be, whenever that is the most tempting, 
is the opportunity for powerful healing. So if we're partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit self uh, throughout the day again and again and again, then we're not going to be as tempted to slip into destructive habits, the old patterns of lack, attack, limitation, and separation. So for me, one of the most powerful aspects of my spiritual practice is when that temptation feels very strong, I place my hand on my heart, I partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, and I declare, I am that I am, and there is that within me that knows how to navigate to the shore, right? When the waters are raging, there is that within me which knows how to navigate to the shore. It is the I am presence. It is the Holy Spirit. It is the higher self. And so it is so essential for us to not rely on our own judgment, but to surrender all judgment to the higher Holy Spirit self. So harm is impossible for God's teachers. They can neither harm nor be harmed. Harm is the outcome of judgment. It is the dishonest act that follows a dishonest thought. It is a verdict of guilt upon a brother and therefore on oneself because we're one with everyone. It is the end of peace and the denial of learning. So every time we choose judgment, we're choosing harm Right? Judge, every thought of judgment is a thought of lack, limitation, lack, attack. So it, and when we choose that, we are choosing the end of peace and the denial of learning. Just think for yourself, how much energy do you put into trying to learn spiritual teachings? And a single judgment is the end of peace and the denial of learning. Think of how many hours you might put into studying A Course in Miracles and then you are tempted to judge, to think thoughts of lack and attack, limitation and separation and you jump right into that pool and you start judging, judging, judging. I have my little chant that I do. (laughs) When I notice I'm judging, I chant this in my head. I, I chant, Judge, 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 judge. <laughs> Jeff, my engineer, is shaking his head at me. Yeah, it's that, that uh, what is that, the baseball charge song there? Anyway, it makes me laugh. I stop judging because I'm laughing. And so laughter is not that far away if we're willing. So it's so important to stay partnered up all the time. And if you notice you're judging, Use my little judge song. Judge, 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 judge. You may start smiling and laughing too and just be willing to shift that pattern. I have found that literally like 99% of healing is simply being willing to find some way to interrupt that old pattern where you just jump off the same bridge again and again and again. So choosing a judgment is the end of peace and the denial of learning. It demonstrates the absence of God's curriculum and its replacement by insanity. No teacher of God 
but must learn, and fairly early in his training, that harmfulness completely obliterates his function. What's your function? Forgiveness. What is forgiveness? Non-judgment. So judgment completely obliterates your function from your awareness. So you cannot be judging and be loving and forgiving at the same time. You've got to choose one or the other at all times. So this is why the deepest practice is leaving all the decisions to the higher Holy Spirit self. Right? And isn't this what Jesus tells us in A Course in Miracles that he decided to do? To leave all the decisions to the I am presence. So going back to what I was sharing at the beginning of our show today is that if you declare that when a decision needs to be made or when it feels like there's a challenge, some pressure on you, that you turn it over to the higher Holy Spirit self and you ask, because asking it is given, ask for the highest and best for everyone involved to be revealed to you so that you can choose it effortlessly with ease and with grace. And then, because all is one, whatever is the highest and best for everyone has to be the highest and best for you. When you move into living your life like that, minute by minute, day by day, then you are getting on a miraculous rocket of healing. I know because I've been riding that rocket for a long time now. And it works. So it says here, uh, judgment completely obliterates your function from your awareness. We're, we're in the uh, Manual for Teachers section 4 of chapter 4. Uh, for those of you who came in late. And... Judgment will make you confused, fearful, angry, and suspicious. Well, is that what you'd like to call forth for your day? Anger? Confusion? Suspicion? Fear? Those, that's the byproduct of choosing judgment. Right there. Couldn't be more clear. Could not be more clear. Remember, opinions are judgments. Even the mildest of opinion is a judgment. So, and it's going to bring you fear, confusion, anger, and suspicion. It says, it will make, judgment will make the Holy Spirit's lessons impossible to learn. Oh, my Lord. So, if you think of how much energy you put into uh, trying to have some time for your practice, trying to do your prayers, trying to meditate, trying to do what's right, so that you can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and learn those lessons. And right here, judgment will make the Holy Spirit's lessons impossible to learn. Not even difficult. Impossible. This is why I say all the time, a practice of forgiveness, which is what A Course in Miracles is all about, is the practice of non-judgment. If you just focus on releasing every judgment that you have, you're going to experience miraculous awakening and healing. Who's in charge of your judgments? You are. Of course you are. You have to choose them. 
they don't happen to you. You choose them. They appear in your mind and you go, yeah, yeah, that's for me. I'm choosing that. That boat's for me. Okay. So it says here uh, that when you're choosing judgment, it makes the Holy Spirit's lessons impossible to learn. And nor can God's teacher be heard at all, except by those who realize that harm can actually achieve nothing. So only when you realize your judgments can not achieve anything, except in the world of illusion, they can achieve uh, in the sense they'll produce negativity and harmful effects. Uh, that's it. When you, you realize that, that's the only gain that there is from choosing judgmental, harmful thoughts. And then it says, therefore, God's teachers are wholly gentle, completely gentle. They need the strength of gentleness, for it is in this that the function of salvation becomes easy. You see, through gentleness, the function of salvation becomes easy. Wouldn't you like it all to become so easy? This has been my experience. So going back to what I said before about the Dalai Lama says, my religion is kindness. Kindness is gentleness. It is. It's when there's the temptation to attack and instead you choose kindness. You choose gentleness. There's a temptation to make a snarky comment and you don't. There's the temptation to cut someone off and you let them go first. There's the temptation to express your irritation and frustration and instead you give it to the higher Holy Spirit self for healing. No longer feeling that you could have any benefit from dumping your irritation and frustration on someone else. Now this is a strong powerful, healing, expansive, awakening, spiritual practice that you can do wherever you are, any minute of any day. You just have to decide and commit. So this is one of the biggest things for many students. Are you going to decide and commit? Or will you try and ride the fence? Okay? Riding the fence... It's not going to be comfortable. (laughs) It's not going to be comfortable. Nobody's ever been able to find a way to make riding that fence comfortable. So you're not going to be able to do it. Don't even try. Oh my goodness, don't even try. So powerful to let these Opinions be healed by the higher Holy Spirit self. You know, I've really learned that when we make them an offering, a holy offering, when we have a strong offering practice, then every day is a day of healing. So in uh, Native American traditions, and I'm Cherokee, and in Buddhist traditions, and many ancient spiritual traditions, there are offering practices, making offerings of, yes, money, but also offerings of uh, smoke and smudge and fire, candles, chanting, 
making offerings of salt, cornmeal, water, all kinds of offering practices, offerings of prayer. And so, for me, I think of my life as being an offering practice. I'm making an offering right now, offering this radio show as a gift to you. Unity Online Radio is offering this broadcast as a gift to you. The Living A Course of Miracles free classes are an offering. And my daily prayers, you can join me in my daily prayer at jenniferhadley.com, my daily shot of spiritual espresso, I call it. And you can actually go to iTunes and search for me at iTunes and you will find hundreds Literally hundreds of hours of free audios, all part of my offering practice. And what I have found is offering prayers and even offering the judgments, even offering the opinions, even offering the thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation, that offering is healing. It is expansive. It is enriching. And so that my spiritual practice is a constant offering practice. And one of the greatest ways to tune our mind to this quality, this characteristic of the teachers of God, the gentleness, is to recognize when you feel disturbed, you are choosing a harmful thought, a judgmental thought, And you can offer it to the higher Holy Spirit self for healing. And the minute that you are sincerely willing to offer that thought, then it can be removed from your awareness forever. So every day can be a profoundly healing day. Watch your mind for when you feel tempted to go into judgments, to go into complaints, to go into criticisms, And instead, invoke the higher Holy Spirit self and make an offering of those thoughts and beliefs. It says here, God's teachers are wholly gentle, completely gentle, fully gentle. So being gentle, until you really get the hang of it, until you start to really return to your natural state, which is loving and kind and gentle, you may have to really work at it. And it's so worth it. It's just like if you're going to develop an exercise practice, an exercise program. You're going to go to the gym. When you start, it's going to feel hard. If you haven't been running and you decide to start running, your lungs might be burning, your legs might be burning, You might not feel comfortable at all, but you'll get the hang of it and then you'll start to feel fabulous. And the same is true with being holy and completely gentle. You might think it's impossible for you. There's no way you can do it. And of course, it's done unto you as you believe. If you believe it's not possible, then your experience is going to be that. But you can change your mind. You can give that opinion to the higher Holy Spirit self too. And how about an affirmation that you can use? It works for me. I am willing to be kind and gentle to myself and everyone else. I give all the opinions and judgments to the higher Holy Spirit self. I set myself free and I share the benefits with everyone. 
So I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. We're living the love. We're walking the talk. While I'm on the break, I'm encouraging you to go to livingacourseofmiracles.com. Sign up for the free classes, and I'll be right back. in a state of change, a period of transition? Perhaps you simply don't know which way to turn, or you want guidance on taking that next step in your personal or professional life. You can activate the power of yes with Reverend Beverly Melander. As a new thought minister and next step counselor, she knows how to listen to where you are and help you get to where you want to be. With 20 plus years of experience, she offers spiritual counseling and affirmative prayer next step counseling for your personal or professional life, as well as resume writing and editing. To learn more about Beverly's counseling services, visit beverlymelander.net. That's Beverly, M O L A N D E R.net. You know the saying, a good deed is its own reward? Well, moving toward a plant-based diet and vegan lifestyle is one kind and compassionate act that isn't just its own reward. It will also reward you with vibrant health, boundless energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, and according to Yogi's and Unity's co-founder Charles Fillmore, even give a boost to your spiritual life. On Main Street Vegan, the radio program named for the popular book, Victoria Moran will make your move in a vegan direction easy, fun, affordable, and delicious. With enticing topics and entertaining guests every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. I'm Jennifer Hadley. Thanks for joining me. So we're talking about gentleness and kindness. One of the characteristics of the teachers of God is gentleness, which is kindness. And it is a deep spiritual practice. It is a deep spiritual practice. When I began practicing it, I couldn't believe how much it transformed me. And it transformed my relationships, my experiences. And believe me, there were so many times when I had to take a deep breath, put my hand on my heart, and just partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and say, okay, there is that within me which knows how to do this. There is that within me which knows how. Yes, there is. And again, as I was saying before the break, we're making an offering of the thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation. Because as Jesus says to us in the fear and conflict section in chapter 2, he makes it so clear. We are just talking about this a few weeks ago uh, in 
when I did the episode on fear, uh, that Jesus says, I cannot take from you anything that you value because this is a human experience where we get to exercise our free will. So we have a choice. We have a choice. We have a choice. We have a choice. We can choose again. If we don't make a loving choice to start out with, be gentle with yourself. Start making that loving choice. So one of the ways that helped me to learn to be kind and gentle with others in my life was I made a commitment to be kind and gentle to myself in what I said, in what I did. Kind and gentle with myself. And so that meant not eating things that would hurt me, leave me feeling sick, (laughs) or doing anything that would leave me feeling sick. The other thing is about the way you speak to yourself. Who's in charge of the way you speak to you? Well, let's talk to them right now. And I encourage you, you can actually have this conversation. I have had so many conversations with myself in the mirror. It's a wonderful practice. Look at yourself in the mirror and you can say, darling, sweetheart, we are learning to speak to ourselves with gentleness and kindness. And you can do this while you're brushing your teeth, doing the things that you do in the morning where you might be looking in the mirror. Take that time, look at yourself in the mirror and say those words, darling, sweetheart. Beautiful. Yes. I am talking with you. (laughs) Today is a day we're committing to speaking to ourselves with gentleness and with kindness. Now, I, I recognize what it says in A Course in Miracles is that in this world, all words are symbols of symbols because everything in this world is symbolic. It's an illusion. So everything that we think we see with our eyes is symbolic of a thought. And every word is a symbol of a symbol. And and Course Miracle is very clear about this. So given that, I like to work with symbols. So I encourage you to find some symbols that represent kindness and gentleness. They could be any number of things. I love St. Francis and I love his prayer, the prayer of St. Francis. So uh, you can type that up, print that out. It's really easy to find anywhere on the internet. You can find lots of images of St. Francis and you can find other kinds of images that represent kindness or gentleness to you might be to you fairies or butterflies or um, for me I'm just looking around the room here right now I've got orchids I always have images of um, angelic presences around me heart images around me uh, the very word love and you can you can find ways to you can go to the store and get cards uh, cards are an inexpensive way, or of course nowadays you can print things out from the internet so easily. 
where it says kindness, gentleness. How about a picture of the Dalai Lama? And you can put these things around your home, around your desk, around your workplace. Put them all over the place. And you know what happens is every time you see those symbols of kindness and gentleness, whether you're paying attention, whether your conscious mind is recognizing them or not, every time you see them, you're being reminded that you're interested in choosing gentleness and kindness. It's a constant reminder. Some of you might have um, small children, uh, grandchildren. I'm not a mom, so I, but I have niece and nephews. I have a goddaughter. And images of them, the little babies, the little innocent children, Hey, puppies and kittens. And uh, here in England, uh, I have seen all spring and summer, beautiful, precious little calves, newborn calves, newborn lambs, all over the place. And they all remind us of gentleness and kindness, right? So if you have an image in your mind of a sweet, innocent child that you love would you speak to that child the way you're speaking to yourself or would you be kind and gentle with them because you love them because it would wound them to speak unkindly harshly judgmentally towards them so we're opening our heart and mind to a practice of loving kindness and when we're able to do it with ourselves then we can do it with others so these are ways that you can really affect your marriage and your work relationships it says here who chooses hell when he perceives a way to heaven and who would choose the weakness that must come from harm, judgment, in place of the unfailing, all-encompassing, and limitless strength of gentleness. The might of God's teachers lies in their gentleness. For they have understood their evil thoughts came neither from God's Son nor His Creator. Yes, so we are choosing gentleness. Harm is impossible when we choose gentleness. We can neither harm nor be harmed when we choose non-judgment. Oh, so once again, you can check out the Greek retreat at acimretreat.com. You can become my daily prayer partner at jenniferhadley.com. And you can sign up for 14 more free classes at livingacourseinmiracles.com. I invite you to place your hand on your heart with me. Right now, we're choosing gentleness. We're partnering up with the higher Holy Spirit Self. And we're making an offering of all thoughts of lack and attack. We're choosing to be kind and gentle and loving with ourselves. And we are sharing the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. In grace, in gratitude, in joy we fully and completely allow our healing to be we let it be and so it is amen 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 i love you have a great rest of the week 
And uh, check out, we're doing a live stream of the Greek retreat too. I forgot to tell you that. So there you go. Check out the live stream of the Greek retreat, acimretreat.com. Mwah!